Welcome to this episode of Wikiwalks, a short podcast devoted to some of the more intriguing and, huh, who knew, articles that you can run across in the weird world of Wikipedia. I'm your host, Chris Grismer. In Canadian history, there's one man who caused literally hundreds of babies to be born without ever so much as undoing his belt. Today we present the Great Stork Derby. While you might think that the great northern god of fertility is actually just an 8x10 of Wayne Gretzky eating some poutine while standing outside of Tim Hortons apologizing to everyone he sees. But no, it in fact was a dead lawyer with a twisted sense of humor. You see, when Charles Vance Miller knew the end was drawing nigh on his colorful life in 1926, he decided to make some amendments to his will to, you know, shake things up a bit. He was president of the O'Keefe Brewing Company, a successful horse racing owner, and had an overwhelmingly generous way about him, although often with some strings just to, you know, take things up a notch. He had no immediate family to bemoan their inheritance, so he had free reign to get weird with it. He gave shares of his horse racing gambling club to every ordained minister in town, including several who were known for being vehemently against all wagering and games of chance. In fact, he left shares in his historically Catholic-owned brewery to all the town's Protestant ministers. He even left his holiday home in Jamaica to three lawyer contemporaries who all hated each other. And if any one of them sold their stake, the house would be turned over to the city of Kingston to distribute among the poor. Sure, he set out a few more donations to charitable causes, you know, hospitals and the like, but his final request was a doozy. His will stipulated that the rest of his state, estimated about $9 million in today's money, would go, quote, to the mother who has since my death given birth in Toronto to the greatest number of children, as shown by the registrations under the Vital Statistics Act. Should there be a tie, it would be divided between the mothers. So this guy is planning to give the rest of his enormous estate to whatever woman over the course of a decade can pop out the most kids. Now, when news of this hit the papers, it was a pants-off dance-off throughout Ontario. Now, keep in mind, this is the 1930s. The Depression is in full swing, and if there's one dance step that can save a family, it's the horizontal polka. The local paper doggedly followed each birth in Toronto to keep count of which mother's oven was producing the most buns. Court cases exploded with people claiming they were the rightful winner, and it even made its way to the Canadian Supreme Court, who denied any children born out of wedlock. Ugh. The University of Toronto called it a shameful situation and said that they were the rightful recipients of the money, which caused locals to liken them to syrup-laden communists. In all, 11 families officially claimed that they were the rightful winners. However, seven of them were later disqualified. This left four mothers, who each received the grand prize of about $1.9 million in today's money, after proving that they had given birth to nine children in 10 years. Although one woman gave birth to 11, except some were outside the city limits of Toronto. If you think you've ever been screwed by a technicality, you ain't got nothing on this lady. And over two dozen mothers could prove that they had eight babies in that time. Now, granted, when interviewed, most of these families, already wildly Catholic, said that they really didn't think the money motivated them that much because, well, they were Catholic and that's how you spend your Tuesday. But when interviewed later, one of the nine children in a prominent winner's brood was asked if he or his siblings would carry on in the proud tradition of abundant baby making. He shook his head and said, why? There's no money in it. 
So the next time you're putting together your final effects or looking over your estate plan, I want you to remember Charles Vance Miller, whose will convinced every able-bodied gal north of the border to throw them bloomers off and start pumping out the nation's future fur trappers, loggers, and hockey stars like professionals. Because like they say, if you're really good at something, never do it for free.